2: to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with shopify sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast
0: right now here comes tp my guy tony page back on the fan what's up tony much, my brother. How are you, Keith? I'm good. So good to hear your voice. And uh, I'm sure there's some people out there that, you know, just love anytime I bring you back on. I know people love when I bring Steve Summers back on. And you guys paved the way. <clears throat> you guys are the OGs. So, you, you know, I always love to have you guys tap back in. How you doing tonight?
3: I'm doing fine, man. Anytime you need me, I'm around.
0: So you hear the conversation about the Mets and Steve Cohen and, David Stearns, and I I know you're keeping a watchful eye on uh, the headlines and what's going on here, and I just feel like it's a complete philosophy change. A 180 It's like, wait, I thought we were in the big money era. I thought we were in the era of getting whoever we want. When the winner comes, free agency comes, we're getting everybody. Now they're telling you, we only got $10 million left to spend, and hey, I I get that the fans want everybody, but uh, this is going to be a process. What do you think about that?
3: I'm, first of all, I'm just amazed at the Dodgers because I guess the printing press that used to be in the Bronx is now out in L.A. because they're, they're just printing money and signing everybody. And I think you and I mentioned you know, what the, the Mets couldn't use, say Oscar Hernandez. Jeez, yeah, we
0: talked about that.
3: It's, <laughs> it's to me, it's. it's I'm not that optimistic about New York baseball this year because it just seems like a hodgepodge that like they're waiting for something else to happen. It's like when teams have, a, like in the NBA, they have a whole bunch of first-round draft picks, but they don't use them. So what was the point? It's like I'm not – I always said for baseball, you got to give me 40 games to see what the team's got. I might have to raise that a bit because I'm, I'm not happy with any of the moves. Because I'm still – They still should have kept Saul Walker, and that, that, that to me, never got rid of him. That was the 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 first
0: move under King Stearns, and I didn't like how that was done. I'm like, come on, this is a guy who is respected throughout baseball, and this was most likely his last go at it. This was his last chance to be a manager, and it just rubbed me the wrong way. I felt sick to my stomach being a Yankee fan. Uh, Buck was obviously our manager and on the Yes Network. I never actually met Buck. But like what I always said about Buck is he sees the game differently than anybody. When I hear him talk about baseball, he says things and picks up on things that other guys just don't. I felt like there were Mets, specifically Pete Alonso, Francisco Lindor, that liked him. And uh to to show him the door in that fashion because it's yep, it's, it's David Stern's era. Like that was the first thing. And then you replace him with the Yankees bench coach, Carlos Mendoza, who's never managed the game. He's he's just uh managed in spot duty because Aaron Boone gets tossed 10 times a year and he's got to step up and do that. So I-, I felt like that started things off on the wrong foot.
3: There was no no respect whatsoever. I've, I've been lucky enough that I, I, I talked to Buck in his office when he was a, a Yankee manager. And then I, I did a piece on the, the Mets clubhouse boss, uh, Scott Keltner, during the summer uh, and got to talk to Buck and catch up with some things and I always thought he was a class act. If I had any any athletic skill, I would have loved to play for him cuz he just he knows the game and, and the Mets owed him some a little bit of respect, but I think that's that's kind of fleeting in New York these days.
0: Yeah, there isn't you're you're 100% correct. There is no respect now. There is no patience now. There is no courtesy now. It's my way or the highway, and I don't blame Buck Showalter for the team last year, for the 75-win Met team last year. We know there was a lot of issues and a lot of problems just with who was on the team. You blame Billy Epler, and we know that there were some decisions that were forced on Buck, but now that's in the past. Let's fast forward to you know where we are now. Uh, there's this narrative that myself, as a Yankee fan, I've definitely pushed. I've heard uh, Evan and Tiki and these guys laugh about it. There's a strategy being employed here. Okay, we'll get Carlos Mendoza who has been in New York with the Yankees as the Yankees bench coach, um, will get Luis Severino, Harrison Bader, and now they're even thinking about bringing in Wandy Peralta. And I think that's because these are guys that uh, Mendy has a relationship with, and they clearly are looking at the criteria. Can they play in New York? Can they handle New York? But, like, these are guys that are Yankees cast-offs. These are guys that the Yankees don't want. So how do you think it's going to work out on the other side? It's not so much
3: that they can play you know they can handle New York. The, the question is, can they handle 162 games? I don't. You know Severino. What you know? What's the over under? Who gets hurt first? Him or 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 stanton Stanton? You know when is ba- when is Baden- better pull a hamstring you know it's like that's when you get older these things happen over and over again is you know no one plays 162 games because oh lord we can't have that we've got to manage we got to have the load management thing but you're getting cast off and and you're and you're getting guys who have been injured and seriously injured so when anybody starts getting hurt in in april or may i'm I'm not going to be surprised at all
0: yeah the rangers those guys played every day the braves played every day marcus Simeon played every single game of the regular season and the postseason. So there are some teams and some guys that have a formula to make sure that they're out there every day. It just seems, you know, definitely with the Yankees, they got a scheduled rest period, and they, they, they lead the league in IL trips. So I don't know why anybody would want to pick up their cast-offs because you're just going to get more of the same. Yeah, um, I'm,
3: I'm, I'm spoiled because I'm showing sure my age because I remember Kofax and Drysdale and Gibson, and people like to hear that over and over again. But the fact of the matter is, they were dependable for nine innings. When we watched Jacob DeGrom in his prime here in New York and Garrett Cole, God bless him, he won a Cy Young, they are were the greatest seven-inning pitchers I've ever seen in my life. Let me see you get to nine. They can't. And that's what happens every year to these teams. You, these guys go seven innings, and then the bullpen's burned out by the, by the end of the year. You get into the postseason, and now you're asking the starters to go eight, eight in the third, where they haven't done it all year, and the bullpen's burned out, and then what? These guys – if I was a starting pitcher today, I said, you take me out, you're going to have to drag me out. Don't give me that third time through the order. Just let me do my thing. If I guess if Koufax came up today, they'd make him a closer. <laughs> I mean, one, they, one, one inning and sit down. <laughs> These guys God, are unicorns God forbid, now. God forbid, a, God forbid there's a man on base when you bring somebody
0: in. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I can't wait for baseball to start. Now we're getting into the conversation <laughs> that we always have on the fan. I feel like I've had a bunch of calls like that. But, you know, you, you mentioned the bullpen, and, Okay, for the Mets last night, a report comes out from Andy Martino that the Mets have roughly $10 million to spend the rest of this offseason, and they're going to apply that to the bullpen and get a couple relief pitchers. Well, you better, if your starting rotation is uh, Kodai Senga, Quintana, Hauser, uh, Severino, Manaya you better have a bullpen ready to go, especially like with you said, nobody goes eight, nine innings. Like, if Cole gets a complete game... Man we're acting like he threw a perfect game, and he's one of the only guys that can do it. What do you think about this uh, this budget? What do you think about? Um, even I, I don't I want to say it's not real. I want to say it's like Stearns putting this out there because they do have a high payroll with all the guys that they're paying that aren't playing for the Mets, but it can't be real on January 9th for you to tell your fan base, we're done. We got 10 million left to spend. We're going to get a couple relievers. and you already signed a bunch of random Andre Scrub type players for the bullpen. And like
3: like I just said a little while ago, I guess Uncle Steve's money isn't as deep as we thought it was because if if you couldn't see the the, the, ability, the, the upside of getting Teoscar Hernandez, Hernandez, don't say he's the greatest ball player of all time, but he put up 20 home runs and 93 RBI. And somebody I saw on TV said, "Well, he strikes out a lot. Everybody strikes out. Yep. It's still 20 homers and 93." They you need think, a bat. Uh,
0: they need another bat, Tony. They need so they need like when I look at this Mets lineup, I'm like, okay. If, uh, like some, I think SNY just put it out there with Mark Vientos as the DH, and they they need another bat. And you and I were talking about the Dodgers, right? And I say the Dodgers are always trying to improve their team. They spend well, look, look
3: money. It, look at the this is the best part. Well, you're going to owe us 97 million trillion billion dollars in luxury tax. Okay, who do I make a check out to? They don't They, <laughs> the, they don't care. The Yankees now, all of a sudden, the Yankees are going to stir in a stir budget. They're not going to. They're not going to spend any money because now both New York teams, to me, they seem like. Next year is really going to be – not 2024, 2025, that's going to be our year. That's hard to sell to people who you expect them to come out there and buy tickets and hot dogs and park the car and all that.
0: Yeah, and and it's it's changing, right, with down years for the Mets and the Yankees. I mean, we saw Otani wasn't interested in either one. We saw Yamamoto play both the Yankees and the Mets and go to the Dodgers. And something I've been saying is, you know, the the Mets have to build a winner. A lot of us have been saying that because – uh, there are Mets fans that seem to think next year they're going to get Juan Soto just because Steve Cohen can give him the, the largest offer. Okay, he was able to do that with Yamamoto, but the, the Dodgers matched it. What if the Dodgers say, hey, you want to come over here? Because the Dodgers ownership group, they don't care. They they renovated Dodger Stadium um, they have all this deferred money and they're, they know they're going to make money hand over fist with Otani and they already sell out every game. They have the highest attendance in baseball. So what do you think about the Mets and the Yankees? I think the Yankees are not what, you know, the Yankees have an identity crisis right now. They're trying to get Marcus Stroman. Yeah. You're not above bringing in Marcus Stroman. It doesn't matter what he says. Cause you're not the Yankees that you weren't, you once were, it's been a decade and a half since you've been to a world series and the Mets I don't know who they're fooling. Just because you have the richest owner in the sport doesn't mean you can just get everyone. You weren't able to keep DeGrom. You might not be able to keep Pete Alonso. You know, that that's
3: the thing about Alonso. I can't believe we're even discussing that. But I talked to a lot of baseball writers during the season about O'Tani. I said, Is it true? Is it possible that he comes to the East Coast? And they all said he is not coming east. I don't care what the people put in the paper, he they O'Tani is not coming to the Mets, he's not coming to the Yankees, he's a West Coast guy, and that's exactly what happened. But the, the problem is is after what happened with Buck when he got you know in a good season, okay, they lost in the in the playoffs, great. You're supposed to build on that, not tear it all down. Right. I, I it, it's it's when I look at the Yankees, and I don't, see, I don't hate the Yankees. I, I mean, I'd love to see the Mets and the Yankees in the World Series every year just because that would be great for New York. But you still have Stanton on that, on that team. And when does he get hurt? May? June? I mean, he can't play the field. I mean, it's it's no longer a 5-2 player. He you, you can't run. He can't field. He can't hit. He can't throw. He can hit for home runs. Okay, but that's a 1-2 player worth, what, thirteen million, $14 million a year? If, 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 if Cashman knew what he was doing at this point, And Steinbrenner said, get rid of him. I don't care. I'm on the hook anyway. Get rid of him. I have to open up the DA so everybody gets to play. When, when, when Judge gets hurt, then what happens to Stanton? He's going to play right field. <clears throat>
0: <clears throat> no, I mean, it sucks. So, I mean, I, uh, Stanton's contract, the Miami Marlins, the, their group, when they made that contract, uh, they got out of baseball after that. Um, yeah. St- Stanton's owed so much money over – and they say he's working out. He's going to be leaner. He's going to be in shape this year. He couldn't even run. He couldn't go second to home. Um, The thing about Stanton, now that they did get Juan Soto, we expect him in right field, Um, Verdugo in left field, judge in center, uh, the young kid to come up, Jason Dominguez. He's going to be a DH, maybe play a little bit of right field, I think they got to figure out a way to get his money off the books next year if they plan on retaining Juan Soto. Because, yeah, like you said, it's like with this guy, even Cashman speaking on it, he's speaking at the GM meeting saying it's part of his game to get hurt. Like, we're <laughs> anticipating him being hurt yep. this season. And then Joel Wolf, who represents Yamamoto, took that personally. So you should have known right there Yamamoto wasn't signing with the Yankees. Um, it's it's a mess, man. And I, I I know that there's a luxury tax and – Uh, People want to talk about Hal Steinbrenner and the money that he spends. And uh, the Yankees put a $25 million patch on the jersey. But, like, that's what I'm saying. The Yankees aren't what they used to be. And I don't know who we think the Mets are because they got a new owner. They've changed course. The philosophy has completely changed. Let's stop talking about the Mets and the Yankees because right now the Knicks are back. Did you expect that? Did you see that coming? No. And, you know, I'm
3: not – jumping on the bandwagon yet because I always like to see 20 games, and even though we're right around 20 games, I need to see 20 games with the new guy because with without Mitchell Robinson, I thought I, for some reason, I, he's a triple-double, I mean, he's a double-double machine, but he just gets all his points on dunks and lobs, and you would think after this this long in the, in the season or in his career, he'd have a jump shot of some sort. Yeah, develop some
0: the, kind of offensive game. Yep. Mitchell yeah. uh, Mitchell Robinson, we got the news today. He's going to try and work his way back this season, and they're not going to get that exemption. That'll be great for the Knicks.
3: Yeah, I mean, I mean, that would be a nice push at the end if he can come back healthy. I mean, they, but as long as Boston stays healthy, nobody's beating them. That Porzingis addition, and then White in the starting rotation. I mean, that, that's if they if they're healthy. I mean, look, they they just lost by, what, a couple of points to uh to the other day, and Tatum didn't play. So I want to see them all. I want to see teams playing together. And then see what happens. Philly, you know, they're, they're good, but they'll, they're not going anywhere. And Cleveland and Milwaukee, I think they've seen their, their pass. And if the Knicks are going to do anything, they're going to
0: have to figure out how to get past Philly, which they did recently. But I just think Boston is too much. TP, you're the man. Great to hear your voice. I know somebody out there that was used to hearing you at night is smiling right now. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate no you.
3: Problem. Anytime you take care of yourself.
0: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas